Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave coming at you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic. Hopefully you're all having a good week. You've made it to the middle. I'm here with your daily health update for Wednesday, November 14th, 2018. Going to look at marijuana users and their risk for stroke in today's daily health update. It's a hot topic in Canada right now. We're going to look at type 1 diabetes and a relationship with deep neck infection. A unique uh, correlation there. Look at a healthy diet and how that affects cancer in the colon. And um, in exercise, we're going to look at cardiorespiratory fitness and how that leads to a longer life. It might not just all be about strength when you're hitting the gym. We're going to look about talk about promoting healthy aging in the wellness and prevention side of things. And finally, with the chiropractic tidbit. We're going to look at manual therapy and how that reduces chronic pelvic pain. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. However, because you've been staying plugged in, because you're listening and you're reading something about health and wellness, might just help improve your situation with your daily choices and options. That can definitely help overcome a health situation in your life and or prevent health crises in the future so stay plugged in keep uh, listening keep reading and keep sharing the daily health update we'll steer you in the right direction keep some momentum going in your life so right now in canada um, you're able to purchase marijuana in many different forms online soon you'll be able to purchase it in stores Uh, there's a lot of medicinal use that uh, has been researched and proven effective in different uh, conditions but the jury is still out on uh, the possible side effects and this study from the world stroke congress in october 2018 points out that marijuana users have a higher risk for stroke new research suggests that marijuana users have up to a 15 percent increased risk for any type of stroke and a 29 percent heightened risk for ischemic stroke specifically However, researchers are unsure why marijuana users have an elevated risk for stroke, whether it's due to the use of the drug or from lifestyle factors more prevalent <clears throat> among users of the drug in comparison with the general population. So again, uh, maybe everything in moderation. Marijuana use does not make up for a bad lifestyle, just like supplements wouldn't. And uh, just because someone is uh, doing something targeted to help with a spe- specific condition, it doesn't negate them from still trying to live a healthy lifestyle in the other areas of health and wellness. All right, so moderation and uh, balance and variety is still necessary to negate the effects of one thing you may be doing so that it doesn't become too one-sided. All right, so good information there. Diabetes, of course, is one of the bigger health concerns in North America. And uh, in the Journal of Clinical Medicine, October 2018, they found that type 1 diabetics have an increased risk for deep neck infection. Individuals with type 1 diabetes mellitus appear to be at an increased risk for potentially deadly deep neck infection. In this study, researchers reviewed data from the Taiwan National Health Insurance Research Database concerning over 5,500 type 1 diabetes mellitus patients and almost 23,000 age match controls and found that type 1 diabetics had 10 times increased risk for deep neck infections. Additionally, the diabetics who developed a deep neck infection tended to do so at an earlier age than patients without type 1 diabetes. So if you know someone who um, has uh, type 1 diabetes, 
it's uh, good for them to be able to talk with their doctor about uh, monitoring for and or understanding what uh, is uh, involved with having a deep neck infection and um, making sure that they uh, negate or mitigate some of the effects uh, of ending up with that uh, comorbidity or that uh, concomitant problem um, because of the diabetes. All right, diabetes management is very important. Uh, diet and lifestyle uh, certainly help, and obviously, uh, being able to uh, provide insulin in an effective and timely manner. And I'm sure all of those things help uh, avoid these deep neck infections as well. So having a good strategy with diabetes management, and sometimes that requires uh, the help of those around us uh, to make sure that uh, we're taking good care of ourselves. So uh, if you know somebody in that situation, it doesn't hurt to help them and encourage them to maintain a healthy lifestyle so that they can negate the side effects of that particular diagnosis. Another top health problem in North America is cancer, of course, um, a leading killer of people in North America, unfortunately. And um, we know that uh, certain lifestyle factors are involved, of course, and a healthy diet can certainly be a way to help avoid cancer. And um, a healthy diet can be key, especially with better outcomes in colorectal cancer. Colorectal cancer patients who follow a healthy diet have a lower risk of death from the disease. A review of dietary data from the Cancer Prevention Study Nutrition Cohort Study found that participants who consumed a post-diagnosis diet closely aligned with American Cancer Society dietary recommendations with a greater focus on fruits and vegetables, whole grains and lean meats had up to a 65% lower risk of death from colon cancer than those who consumed a less healthy Western-style diet. That from the Journal of Clinical Oncology, October 2018. And of course, following the favorite diet of the Daily Health Update, which is the Mediterranean diet, is probably a good strategy uh, in that respect as well, would meet those um, guidelines and recommendations. So if you're looking for a change, um, you can find some information on the Mediterranean diet and or a low glycemic index, low glycemic load diet. Either of those would be a, a good place to start perhaps. On the exercise side of things, we know that exercise also helps our tissue health, our cellular health, maybe helps stave off cancer and um, keep us healthy. And if we're unfortunate to be diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, well, there's nothing we can do to really change that other than learn how to manage and live with it. But exercise can be a valuable part of that. And uh, they're finding that cardiorespiratory fitness can lead to a longer life. An analysis of data concerning over 122,000 patients who underwent exercise treadmill testing revealed that increased cardiorespiratory fitness is directly associated with reduced risk for early death. The researchers write that aerobic fitness is something that most patients can control. Everyone should be encouraged to achieve and maintain high fitness levels. That from the Journal of the American Medical Association Network, October 2018. Although there's a push with high-intensity interval training and you do get some cardiorespiratory benefit, I think there's still a need for the body to be moving regularly for longer durations, as high as 90 minutes a few times a week. Um, you know, there's a exercise guidelines call for about 150 minutes per week for adults, I believe, give or take. And uh, I think that falls uh, dangerously short in terms of a recommendation for movement and fitness, especially on the aerobic side of things. Um, the strength is certainly a, a, an important component. 
but so is coordination and um, agility and uh, uh, aerobic fitness I think um, is even more important still it uh, helps stimulate the brain and um, and drives nutrients and foods into our cells into our tissues and drives out wastes so I think that that form of fitness is still uh, important and I guess everything in moderation so don't uh, negate the strength training but also uh, don't stay away from aerobic fitness even if it's a long walk I think there's some benefit to be obtained there for that uh, for sure Uh, and apparently can lead to a longer life when you include it and uh, further other things that can promote healthy aging which is always the goal we want to live with good quality and uh, live as long as we're supposed to with that good quality so there are no wasted years at the end per se there are many factors involved in determining how we age such as diet physical activity and managing risk factors for disease the national institute on aging recommends taking the following steps to promote healthy aging exercise regularly maintain a healthy body weight and body shape consume a varied and balanced diet and participate in activities that you enjoy such as hobbies volunteering and social activities that from the national institute on aging october 2018 seems like some good commonsensical advice maybe just like our diet it's not always about including things but it's about removing the bad stuff so maintaining and staying active in these areas can help you stay away from things that aren't so good for you perhaps um, like being overworked overstimulated through media television uh, and uh, watching uh, what you're exposed to in terms of uh, your environment and your thoughts all of those can be healthy things to uh, promote healthy aging and especially watching the stress levels and um, our perception of that very important Chiropractors, of course, very well known for back pain, neck pain, maybe headaches, um, but can deal with other pain problems as well, and especially other parts of the problem, other parts of the body, including the pelvis. Manual therapy and addressing fear can reduce chronic pelvic pain. For women with chronic pelvic pain and associated fear of movement, a new study finds that the combination of an exposure intervention designed to help patients control their fear and manual therapy resulted in less pain, a reduction in fear avoidance behavior and improved physical function. That from the Archives of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation, October 2018. Sometimes when we address the cause or source of a problem, we also have to retrain the body to be able to operate with some confidence, retrain some firing patterns, uh, some movement patterns, and also our perception of what we are and aren't able to do. And uh, that can reduce the fear involved with being able to recover and feel better with uh, chronic pain problems, including chronic pelvic pain. So there is a strategy and um, good to get out and pursue and work with a healthcare provider to try and alleviate those pain problems. All right, so after today, we're headed into another wonderful weekend in November. Get out there, create those great experiences in your life. Keep your health and wellness as a top priority. Stay focused and it will support you well in doing what you need and want to do every day in your life. Your quote today comes from Roy T. Bennett, who says, Integrity is doing what is right and truthful and doing as you say you would do. 
make a good commitment to yourself and a promise to yourself to get out there today and take good care of yourself, make some good decisions, and then follow through with that commitment to yourself by making sure you have some awareness today around what you're doing and the choices you make and increasing the positive options in your life to get you to where you want to be and enjoy this journey of ours, creating those great experiences. Of course, we're here with you every day, helping you with your health and wellness information. We'll be back tomorrow on Thursday. Look forward to chatting with you then.